0: Taken up. A few years back, I went with a group of students to Disneyland. And it was about halfway through the day, and this group of girls came up. And they were giggling and all happy, you know. And, and, and they said, Father, how you doing? And I was like, "Oh, I'm doing well. What have you done? And I was like, well, I did Indiana Jones, I did Space Mountain, I did the Matterhorn. And I'm like, how about you? And they're like well, we did Indiana Jones three times, and then we did Space Mountain, the Matterhorn, a bunch of other things, and the Tiki Room. I was like, well, how, how, did, you, how did you do all those things when I did like three things? And they said, well, our friend here, Beth, who has um, a broken leg, that she gets to get the fast pass to go to the front of the line, and we're all with her. And so I was like, oh, so, so all you girls get to go with her? They're like, yes. I was like, I want to go with you. Uh. So they were able to be taken up because they were with the right person. Today we celebrate 40 days after Jesus' resurrection, in which he ascends into heaven of his own power, that he who descended from heaven entered into our humanity, now goes back to the Father. And St. Augustine says that when, when Jesus, who is God, when he leaves heaven to come to earth, because he's God, he's actually still in heaven. Does that make sense? So God doesn't like leave heaven, because heaven is where God is. So he, he comes down, and Jesus, who's with us for many years, with the disciples for a few years, that as he ascends back into heaven, that he also remains with us here. Does that make sense? So, he's with us. He even says in our gospel today, I am with you always. I am with you always. And what does he desire to do but to take us to himself, that where the head, like our opening prayer said, where the head has gone, Jesus the head of the church, that the body would follow. We, who are the body of Christ, the church would follow. And kinda like Mary, who is assumed into heaven, body and soul, by God's power she's drawn, that that's what God will do with every one of us. Why is that important? Because if it was up to my own strength, I would never get there. I think something that's very peculiar in this time is a lot of people are thinking about their own mortality, thinking about life and death and what's important. I know I've been made very aware of my own weakness. I mean, you could just imagine, like, when we're living with our families in close quarters for a long period of time, doesn't that bring out our weakness? <laughs> I've been very aware, the Lord's made me very aware of some areas that I'm lacking in. And it's like, wow, I'm supposed to be the priest, you know? Like, and yet, if it's up to our own strength, I can't go there. But thanks be to God, it's not up to my own strength. That that it's not about trying to make everything right on earth. It's not about being perfect and, and making justice happen. The truth is we don't have that. But God meets us in our broken world. And Jesus wants, by his grace and strength, to draw us to himself in heaven. And so, sometimes you might hear people say, I'm like, if you were to die today, would you go to heaven? And people will say, well, I'm a, I'm a good person. But being a good person doesn't, doesn't save you. It doesn't matter how many people you fed at the soup kitchen. Now, that's a very good thing to do. I hope we all do that. But that's not what saves us. Because I can't, I can't, how do I, how do I get there? Jesus is the way to heaven. St. Therese of Lisieux, she said at the time they had just invented the elevator, the lift they called it, and she said, I hear about this invention in Paris called the lift. Lord, you must be my lift to get me to heaven, because I am too weak to get there on my own. That it's the Lord who's going to take us up. That's his mission. The whole reason he came down was to take us up. And so how do we do that? How do we let him do that? It's really by drawing close to him, by, by clinging to him, if you will. What's beautiful today is about this, these sacraments. What are the sacraments? The sacraments are when you and I open ourselves to receive the grace and divine life of God within us, so that then we can have the ability, Christ with us, to take us to heaven. In John chapter 3, Jesus says, Unless one is born of water and spirit, they cannot enter the kingdom of God. That water is our fast pass, if you will. Um, that Jesus says later in, in John, John 6, he says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will have no life within you. That in a few minutes, several people in our community will be receiving their first communion. In which God comes into our lives, gives us his divine life so that we can have life. And and I think we need that more than ever. You know, I'm reminded, it let's just name the obvious. It's pretty awkward to come to church when there's like physical distancing and there's Wearing masks and stuff, you know. It makes me think of St. Paul when he says, Although I am chained, the gospel is not chained. That just because I'm masked, like, the gospel is not masked. That that even though I feel down, that God, that God is alive. That God is doing something. And, and when we are limited, like, we can't... I know a lot of the students, they love to come and pray in the chapel come to mass here come to anything here and now they can't and it's like god but god can work through that that god's going to reach through us That he's going to find a way he always finds a way and so where i see my weakness and my sin god finds a way and jesus is the way the truth and the life and what does he want us to do? That as we then receive his grace in life, and we're still here on earth, we're still here on earth, we have a mission. The mission Jesus gives his disciples today is the Great Commission. For them to go forth and make disciples of all nations. And it's interesting, because right before he says this, we are told, they worshipped, but they doubted. You and I, our faith is imperfect. Imperfect. Faith is actually a gift from God to lead us to God. But don't we wish that we, don't we always wish that we had more faith? Aren't there always reasons for us not to believe? But Jesus wants to come to us and meet us in our doubt and calls us to follow Him and to go out and make disciples. Not, not when we have it all learned and figured out but to be witnesses in our world. And so even you, know, you students who are receiving sacraments today, like we don't, we don't have to have it all figured out. We're all trying to figure it out. But do I want Jesus to be with me as we walk this journey? Am I willing to be his witness in the world so that you know inviting other people to come be baptized and be confirmed and receive First Communion? I got an update on one of my friends yesterday. This is a friend I went to grade school with. And he was a big dude. And in high school, everybody was always trying to fight him. Uh, and it took everybody to fight him because he was a big dude. And he ended up, after, after high school, he kind of got into some trouble. Then he got into some real trouble and went to prison. He even, he even was on an NFL team at a time. He was just a big dude. But in prison, something happened that when he was at his lowest and felt weak and broken, that God's grace broke through and he came to believe. That that all of a sudden he discovered faith, that God loved him, not because he was perfect, but God loved him simply because he is. And that all he wanted from my friend was to respond to that invitation. And so he did. And so after getting out of prison, he, he totally turned his life around. I saw him a few years back at St. Teresa down in Phoenix. I, went, I was there for mass and he came out and was like, dude, hey, it's great to see you at church. Well, it turns out he, one of the things he's doing now is he's a hot shot. And he's older. He's like 40 years old now. But he realized that when he was out fighting these fires, that a lot of the other people, the young men especially, who were like 20 to 25, that they really needed direction. And so now what he does is he mentors these young men that he sees his role in life that God who reached out to him and gave him a second chance that now he's trying to share that good news with these other young men. Not because he's perfect but precisely because he's imperfect that God can work through him. It's because of his brokenness that the gospel has power in him. And so as you Guys, come forward today to receive your sacraments. I want you just to remember that, that it's, it's, not, it's not because I'm perfect, but it's actually precisely because I'm broken and weak. That God can work through me. It's the brokenness in me that actually opens me up to receive his healing and strength. That's for all of us. And so we thank you for giving witness to us this day, to your families, of the power of Christ. That he doesn't want to leave us where we're at, but he wants to take us up.